Hey, what's up, man? It's the regular man. Yeah. Season's underway, my guy. Yeah, one game in, right? Yeah, man. That's it. Um, it's the homie, Kenyaga. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, your boy Kyle. <laughs> Some regular ass names. Some regular, regular shit. You regular know. niggas. You ain't gotta act like it's you know. All right. Rap. What have you been up to all day? Working. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it, man. Just working, paying attention to fantasy sports. <laughs> You're big on that. I'm not so big on fantasy sports. I like it. Yeah, fantasy's not my thing. I mean, for me, like, it, it, it's the numbers aspect that I like about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's a lot of GMing, fake GMing. Fair enough. But it's all, like, analytics. Fair but enough. then there's also like the anticipation of what happens in real life and how it affects the numbers that you want to work with in fantasy. Well, you know, I'm adulting these days, so maybe I'll jump in do some number crunching. Yeah, man. <laughs> Come on, get, you get your accountant on, B. Get the hat and all that. Yeah, man. With the visor. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I chilled today. I actually had like kind of like an ill day because like, I just jumped out of like Situationship with a person. Situationship. Yeah, yeah, you know they call them that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know that was real. You know what I mean? It's no ill will, ill will towards that person or nothing. But like, I don't know. It wasn't like the same as like you know, regular breakups or whatever. I just said what I had to say and then went home, shaved, listened to some R and B shit, jammed okay. a little bit. You know what I mean? Threw out some old school tunes and I was like, yo, just hit you. I was like, let's let's do the pot. Okay. You know? So. Here we are. New season, new chapter. You know how it goes. Whoa. Yeah, man. This guy's doing it in all aspects. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, as your boy, uh, you know, I hate to hear that. Nah, I don't that, bad, man. You know, I hate to hear that, you know, situationship is that, but, uh, like, as you say, it is what it is. So, like, you know. Like, the world going to keep spinning, boy, boy. Exactly. We keep you it moving. You know what I mean? Keep so, it it's like, it's like whichever, man, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's my day. So, it's like, um... We out here now. We just drove up here through traffic. It wasn't too bad. Went to see moms and yeah, Raptors basketball. That's what's up, man. Yeah, so you know, um, you watched game one. You watched the first game. Had to. So like, I PVR'd the whole ceremony. I PVR'd the game. Like, it's just <laughs> all there. You know yeah, what I mean? Fandom. Yeah, yeah standing. Yeah. Yo, son, I stood. I watched. I had my beer cup. <laughs> like my finals beer cup that I bought, NBA Finals 2019 champions, mm-hmm. and that was the first time that I blessed it because I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna wait till game one, okay, the ceremony. So I enjoyed that, but uh, I also enjoyed the game a lot. What was your favorite part of the ring ceremony? Ah, uh, um, I mean, there were some a couple of memorable parts to me. Like I thought, like a lot of people were kind of reserved. And then Norman Powell came in and he kind of did like a little dance. And he's okay. like, yeah, like, you know. So, like, that kind of made it feel a little more just something like I would do. Okay. So, I kind of related to that. Okay. And then, you know, I, I loved the fact that Kyle Lowry got everybody involved. Mm-hmm. And then just the whole banner unveiling. Yeah, his speech was actually yeah. really nice. Like, I thought he did a really good job. Like, he's been, like, an outstanding representative for, like... The championship squad all summer like I, I don't think we could have asked for a better person to speak for the team and so on and so forth 
for me, my favorite part, uh, it's I pick up on nuances, but um, I, I don't know. The championship didn't make me too emotional. The ring ceremony never made me too emotional. But through the whole playoffs, when they did that old Canada thing, and they would just stop singing, and you could hear it in bars down mm. the street. It didn't matter where you were, people are singing it. And I thought right. that was like, that like moves me every time, you know what I mean? And it's funny you make that point, because my girl was like, oh, why didn't they get someone to sing that show? I'm like, nah. That's how it should Like, be. <laughs> this is what we do. Allow yeah. the man to do it, and then he passed it off to the crowd. Like, like that's yeah. how we do it. And uh, so my favorite part, uh, i go back, was um, I saw Pascal Siakam mouthing the words to O Canada. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go back and watch that I on PGR, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I saw him, and like I was like, wow. That is big. I like yeah, that. Right? So, like, quick thing about the ring ceremony. I was like, wow. You know what I mean? And I think they showed that, that Nikhil Alexander Walker kid, mm -hmm. and he was singing it too. And I just thought that was so cool because you don't see a whole lot of that in the NBA. Canadian players in the NBA, but nowhere mm -hmm. close to as many as American oh, players. Oh, nice right? So, sure. with the whole country doing it, and Pascal kind of like doing it I was like wow like yeah my guy absolutely yeah. I mean you gotta think about it these guys I mean I don't know where Pascal is but some of these guys are raising families here yeah. you know they've uh, you know put roots into yeah. the country yeah. and you know before every single game that they play in Old Canada's playing yeah. and they see how the fans are so passionate about yeah. it it's like you only have to just feel that and embrace it. For real. You know what I'm saying? So, For real. Yeah, that's dope. I'm going to go back and check it out. You should. I, I'm, I think I might have seen Kyle Lowry kind of. He doesn't strike me to be know, that guy. But, like, I mean, he does have roots here, right? But either way. But the single Canada, though? Yeah, I'm man. Hey, maybe he's doing it in his head a little bit. You know, a little maybe. lip quiver here and there. But, you know, that's cool. Right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That these guys can come over and respect both countries and whatever. Absolutely. You know, that definitely shows, like, I think that, like, says volumes of what the NBA represents, right? So, you know, um, you know, rings ceremony happens, everybody gets their rings, the rings are great looking, whatever, and we get to the game. And I don't, I would be lying if I said I saw that performance coming from Fred and, and Pascal. Uh, I don't know if I had any expectation so much mm -hmm. for more of just a desire to see what dudes have been working on over the summer. Um, yeah, but I didn't... I wasn't, If you asked me to guess before the game, I wasn't telling you 34 and 18. Oh, no. I wouldn't have either. I don't, I don't think anyone would have. You know, and if they tell you that they were, they're probably lying. And they were big in the fourth. Like They shut them dudes out in the fourth. Absolutely. Like Fred and Pascal killed them dudes from three. Absolutely. Right? So, like, you know. And Pascal really started off that fourth quarter. Like, I think he had, like, two threes mm -hmm. to start the fourth quarter. Kind of got the guys going. From two different spots. Yep. Which, which are out of the corner. Uh, one was in the corner, I and think. And one was from that spot that Jimmy Butler told everybody he, wouldn't <laughs> let, he would let Pascal True. shoot from. Right? True. So, you know, you see that work, right? Yeah. Right? So, I guess you feel like it's worth the max. I think it does. Like, yeah. I think it has to make sense just based on how much he's developed from the day that we drafted him. Like, in my head, when I think back to that draft, that was the summer that we lost Bismack Diambo. Mm -hmm. And when we drafted Pascal, and it's not because he's African or anything like that. In my head, it <laughs> Isn't was... Isn't it, though? I mean... <laughs> 
I don't know. I just expected him to be like, okay, this is going to be an energy guy that gives um, some minutes at the at the four position, the five position, because we lost Bismack. Okay. There was no way in my head that I was thinking that one day this guy's going to get a max contract and potentially be one of the better players in the NBA. Yeah, I didn't think that. We, nobody thought that. No Everybody, there was a solid, who the fuck is this guy when he got drafted? Mm. That, there was a solid one of those. And that was after we got rid of Bismack. That was, was that the second year of Masai's tenure? Um, I don't recall. It might be second or third. Because Maybe. we went to the finals and then we lost. First year was Fuck Brooklyn. First year was Fuck Brooklyn. And then second year was... We got swept by the Wizards. Y'all niggas try to forget that. Uh, was it we got swept by the Wizards the second year or did we go to the finals the second year? No. The, what's it called? The semifinals, I think, got swept by the Wizards the year after that. No. It, it, it was lost to Brooklyn 7. Yeah. Then we were expected to make it a leap. And then we got swept. By the Wizards, okay. Then the next year we went to conference finals. Because we got rid of Grievous and all those boys. Yeah. We made some. We lost Lou Will that year, actually. The no. third year. The third we year? We went to conference finals. Lou Will was in that series where we got swept from Washington. Okay. Okay, yes, he was. And I think Kyle was hurt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not making up any excuses for any of our American friends. It doesn't fucking matter. (laughs) (laughs) Just talking to Yeah, We have a championship. It really doesn't matter what our American friends fucking think. It doesn't matter. Get so passionate about that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) It blows my mind to watch these guys still talk. Like, I've watched American, you know, coverage for the last two nights, and they don't say, they still don't say anything about the Raptors. Big story. For Jalen and Jacoby was Lonzo Ball not playing. Mm. No, maybe not Jalen and Jacoby. It was, you know, Chris, whoever the fuck it was. It doesn't matter. It was American. Okay. A big story was Lonzo Ball not playing that night when we got... In the fourth quarter. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. I don't care what Lonzo Ball does. Lonzo Ball's not been playing fourth quarters for two years now. Right. It's not news. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's just... It, it's a blowover. So I really don't care what American media thinks. I have really... I don't care either. Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't expect them to change their tune, especially with losing Kawhi. I mean, like, but yeah, but come on, man. Like, two guys come out of... It's 68 points you hung on somebody in the first game. Two undrafted, like, two, like, non-lottery picks. Yeah. Right? And you're talking about this lottery pick that didn't play. Mm-hmm. Who barely made a scratch while he was playing. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to tell me he was playing well and the reason that he didn't... It's not like that's the reason they lost the game. In my head, like, Stephen A was the realist last year when he's like, you want to know what? I just don't want my champion to be Canadian. And I think everybody else feels that way in America. Not everybody, like the media. And they think that way, but they don't have the balls to say it. So it's like, whatever. Let's talk about the same thing we've been talking about for the last six years. Lonzo Ball? Come on, man. Although, I will say... That his shooting form has changed and it's much better. <laughs> Let's stop Clap the press. Clap Let's form. stop the presses. <laughs> Footnote. His shooting form. <laughs> ben Simmons hit a three in preseason. <laughs> Philly's gonna win a championship. Uh, yeah. So yeah, man. I mean, you know. 
Lonzo's got a better shot. America loves him. So do you, I guess. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Ben Simmons is shooting threes in preseason. Did you care that uh, LeVar Ball was at the game? No. That doesn't matter. I don't know why that's still a thing. I, that's American media. There it is. That sums it up. That we, does sum it up. That sums it up. There's all this basketball being played, but yet and anybody wants to talk about is... LeVar. Like, LeVar. why... Sid... I love Sid and Tim. Mm-hmm. Why are you talking to this man? And like, I'm watching the interview and you guys look bored as fuck. Is that an interview with LeVar Ball? Yes. I didn't see that one. Oh, you didn't see that one? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Was, was it yesterday before? or the day before? Whatever? It was uh, before the game. Mm. Before, the, before the ring ceremony. Ah, oh, just the right. Because they were out in, in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Foolishness. <laughs> like, Anyways, you're right. This is definitely just a footnote. You know what I mean? Like... Man's dropped 68. Two non-lottery picks dropped 68 on your team. And we're going to talk about your dad. Yeah. And your son not playing in the fourth quarter. And how he doing the same thing Luke Walton did. Blah, 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 blah. So, career high for Fred. 34. Yeah. yeah. Which was an impressive... It was an impressive 34, too. Efficient 34. Yeah. I think maybe he may have missed five shots or something the whole game. Um... Came back after the ankle twist, after the little ankle roll there, too, on the cameraman's foot. And hit some big shots. Every year this becomes like a thing. Like, yeah. why are the cameraman still there? Because it's the bottom line. That's, that's the money. Those kinds of shots. And the camera's got to be closer than, the, than the, you know, the front row. Yeah, well, the players keep getting injured. That's also the money, too, right? You don't need superstar players running into the camera. Yeah, well... Maybe LeBron should speak on that. That might change. Didn't he? Yeah, Back in the time when he had that scar, yo? Yeah. He ran to the thing? I think he did say enough, man. Mm. You know? I think he could probably say more, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, my mind is going somewhere else, too. I'm like, I don't know if I should say what LeBron been talking about recently. <laughs> Somebody came to me the other day. They're like, you know, they're like, oh, so is there any more, is there any more, you know, room on that? LeBron hate wagon of yours for people that I'm like, oh, I'm, and I'm like, now you want to hate. And he's like, yeah, you heard what he said about China. I'm like, now you want to be mad about LeBron talking? Now you want to be mad? Whoa. Anyways. That's wild, man. You know. That's wild. It's LA. That's mm-hmm. what people do in LA. They get interviewed and they talk. Look at Kawhi. Kawhi's Kawhi, yo. Ah, he balling. Yeah, that's true. He fucking... I'm that's seeing stuff true. I have not even seen in when he was here. I mean, he's healthy this year. He you know is. And like, fully healthy this year. He is a fucking problem. I'll tell you that well, much. we know that. We know that. Yeah. That's, that. That's not new information. No, but like, I... We watched him do that in the playoffs, and what he's doing right now looks way smoother and way more dominant. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing passes that he's making and so on and so forth. That is a problem over there. Anyway, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I'm not mad at him. He went home. Is what it is. Do you think? Thank you for your services. No more helicopters following him around. That was stupid. (laughs) That was stupid. You know what? You know what? What I do all the time. Raptors fans don't know. Fuck all. What? They don't know anything. All of them? Most of them. Okay. Most of them. Because most of them just jumped on the bagging this year. Like on the bandwagon this year, unfortunately. I think I think that that's gonna happen in a lot of cities, man. That's natural. That's You're that's winning natural. a championship, yeah. you go deep in the playoffs. It is natural. Yeah. I'm not batting you up, but we really 
there are some ignorant ass Raptors fans. Yeah, you know, you know, I <laughs> I stopped drinking for a little bit lately, so I've been in the bar lately. You know, drinking water with my good friends while they're all drunk, and I get some real opinions from Raptors fans, and it's some ignorant. While shit. they're drunk, you get real opinions. You get real. That's when you are your truest form, <laughs> sir. You know, you get some real shit, but they they are just like rabid dogs now. They're rabid dogs now, like <laughs> the championship championship frenzied. They think we're repeating no matter what. No, there's no no matter what. I don't care who your squad is. There's no repeating no matter what. I mean, we can talk about the Warriors. You can talk about the Lakers. You can talk about... Don't tell me that. Cleveland. Tell, tell them that. I'm talking... Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, ignorant fans, they just don't know. They're, they're bandwagoners, or maybe they're just getting more interested in the sport just based on the fact that, you know... There's just much more media coverage around it because they're doing well. So, like, sometimes you got to give those fans a little bit of a blight. Let's give them some time to learn the game a little more because I mean, how long you been watching ball? Yeah, like, forever. So, yeah, yeah. so you're talking about forever. Okay, okay. You Old know man what? forever. I'm not talking about the guy where you walk into the bar and he comes in with a Raptors hat, Raptors jersey, you know... You know, Raptors keychain. Me? Yeah, we're not talking about that guy. We're not talking about that guy. Like, that guy says that to me, and I'm like, okay, I get it. You're joking, whatever. Mm. I'm talking about regular ass people who couldn't name, if I said to them Mil Palacio, they wouldn't know who Mil Palacio was. God damn. And. Is that a good thing that people and, 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 know no, who Mil Palacio no, is? not a fucking good thing, man. Come on, man. It's an no unrealistic no, thing. Yo. Like, it's not, you know. I'm just saying, it's regular ass people. Like you know, I'm I'm talking to you and like you're telling me, I'm like, hey man, you know, whatever. They're like, they're gonna fucking repeat, like with blood in your eyes, with passion. Like if you don't, if they don't repeat, you're gonna be so disappointed, and I don't understand why. You know, we kind of need those fans, man. It makes it makes it interesting. It's like you go into the bar like this setting, and now you have this conversation with someone in your head. You're like, yo, this person doesn't know shit. But in their mind, it's like, they're not even thinking with their mind. They're thinking with their heart. Like, that's a lot of love for the team. Sure. And you got to love that, too. You know what I'm saying? Sure. A lot of love and a lot of vodka or tequila. Yeah, all, of, all of the above. All of, listen, all of the above. It's all good. It's like, it's all fun and games so somebody gets hurt. Okay? <laughs> Why does someone get hurt? <laughs> right? That's what it is. It's all fun and games so somebody gets hurt, buddy. Why? You know what I mean? When, you, when they lose, you're going to be hurt. Yeah. And then you're going to be one of those fans who, like, you know, you put your fist through the fucking TV screen or wow. something because they didn't make it out the first round. W- wouldn't you be hurt if they didn't make it out the first round this, this year? year? Yeah. Yeah, but not like these, this guy's going to be hurt. Not like this guy that I'm talking about. <laughs> like, this guy's really... I'm telling you, it's... So, do you think this pace that, that Fred and Pascal are on is sustainable? Obviously not 34 points a game, but um, being the two top scorers on the team? Well, that brings me to another point. Uh, I think Nick Nurse is going to have to find a way to get deeper into that rotation. An eight-man mm-hmm. rotation is not this team right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's great for Fred, but he tweaked an ankle on game one. Mm-hmm. He's, he hit the floor like four or five times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fred's not a big guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? At, by the end of the season, that's a stinger on the elbow. That's, you know, a bruised shoulder. Mid-season. You know, or a hip whatever, a hip flexor, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've seen it happen to Lowry because these guys are now they're overachieving. So it could be sustainable, but to detriment of the team. 
I'm gonna give Nick Nurse a little bit, bit more credit here. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is just a case of these guys, these new guys that are coming in that weren't a part of the championship team. They need to look and see what it looks like to be a champion on the court. I agree. I, I think that's the plan. And one of the things that I really loved about game one, or the first game of the season, to me, the Raptors' attitude in that game was just like, we're not going to fucking lose this game. Yeah. It, the banner went up tonight. We got our rings. We're feeling nice. We're not playing our best, but we're not going to lose this game. Fred in particular. Fred in particular. He's Pascal doing, in particular in the fourth quarter, too. In the fourth quarter, but Fred was like that all game. Yeah. So, Fred in particular. Okay. Right? I give you, I'm going to give you credit for 48 minutes. You know what I mean? Okay. Pascal, I think, worked through a couple inner demons, which is commendable. But Fred came out like, I don't really give a fuck <laughs> what any of you think. 34. For your bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? And I'll give it to you. That was your boy from time. That's what I said, yo. You know what what I mean? light skin dude in Toronto, B. Doing it for the light skins. Come light on. skins. Light skins, <laughs> take after Fred. Stop doing what you're doing and don't do light skin things. Do do Fred Van Fleet things. Word, word. Bet on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop this. Stop trying to be dark skin. Just do Fred Van Fleet things. Rockford, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, somebody was telling me, like, they didn't think Fred was cool because, like, this is just cool, like, to hang out with or whatever at the bar. Hey, Raptors fans. Okay. <laughs> Fred was not cool to hang out with because he called out the fans at the championship parade. He's like, you know, I heard a lot of you, whatever, so here's your championship. Enjoy it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not... I think that kind of embodies the true Raptor fan. Like... America didn't think we were going to get it. And a lot of you didn't think we were going to get mm-hmm. it. And we fucking got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And let's not... Don't lie. Don't sit there and lie. Like when we lost game one, you were feeling like real confident, like we're going to oh, the fucking finals. I no. wasn't confident after game right? one. Don't lie when we got to fucking... It was an emotional ride. Don't feel like we went to Philly, like we walked through them. Yeah, definitely wasn't a cakewalk. You know... Hey, Hi, guys. welcome to the podcast. <laughs> It'll be it's sorry. Okay. That's Come on in. pretty cool. We record a podcast at a house. I'm so sorry, guys. Don't be sorry. That's, uh, I you messaged know. a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, you, you get into the, the second round, you beat Philly up, and you're feeling good, and then you lose, and Joel and B's celebrating, and if anybody's out here saying, oh, I knew we were going to beat them, that's a lie. And you might have felt some confidence at some point, but like, you know, you definitely had your moments. And the same thing with Milwaukee when we went down 2-0, right? And then when Kevin Durant came back and them three three-pointers went up real quick, real quick, a Timbits Canada staple, <laughs> <laughs> right? When them, you know, three three-pointers went up from Kevin Durant in the first quarter, 11 points in like, you know, 10 minutes. You know, you were like, ah, oh, man. And then when he got injured, you were like, ah. Yeah. Oh, now we getting it. Then when Clay got injured, you were like, oh, it's all for sure. So, I don't, you know. Well, I think that's just people being called out on their shit and then yeah. just not owning it. You know what yeah, I mean? And I think like, Fred was really real about that. I, but, like, I don't think that's a reason to say that he's not a cool person or whatever. Because I, I think he's cool he as fuck. Kept it being, like, yeah, keep him 100. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? So, like, nothing wrong with that. So, we back to what we were before. No more bandwagon jumpers. No more Kawhi lovers. Mm-hmm. 
it's the same squad as it was right before Kawhi minus DeMar. Yeah. Pretty much. And this squad went what? How many games did they win without Kawhi last year? They had a good record. I think it was nineteen and seven or something. It a was solid. Bag of games. It was solid. It was a it was like a bag of games. Like they were well over five hundred without Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they won some tough games. They beat Golden State without Kawhi. Absolutely. But I think Golden State was also missing someone too. I think they might have been missing Steph or something. Or Kevin, maybe. Yeah, one of the two. But regardless. Whatever. They're missing like, them now forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Regardless, we, we've shown that we can change our style of play uh, under Nick Nurse. So, so you have to give him some credit with that. Mm. Um, but I do want to make a point, though, just in terms of, of the expectations between Fred and Siakam in that game one. Like, I think there's a difference when you go into the game and you don't have the pressure of this crazy contract hanging on you and the pressure of taking over for a guy like Kawhi. So maybe that's why throughout the game you might have seen a little bit of Pascal trying to figure things out now that the defense is more focused around him. Mm-hmm. That's not to take anything away from Fred because mm-hmm. Fred came in just like exactly like you said, like I don't give a F, like I'm... Y'all, y'all said we couldn't do this or we're not going to do that. And, like, I'm going to show y'all what it is. Yeah. And, um... Wife, homie, not cursing no more. I don't give a F. We censor it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But, like, regardless, though, like, I-, I think as the season progresses, these guys are going to, you know, fall into their role a little bit more. Yeah. Obviously, like, the question I asked was, is it sustainable? No. It's not sustainable at that pace at 34 points. I don't want Fred having to give me 34. I would rather... I don't want him to give him that many minutes. He played 44 minutes. Yeah, like, I would rather him and Lowry kind of, like, split all of that. You know what I mean? And get Terrence Davis in there. Yeah, and free Boucher. Oh. I don't know what everybody's thinking about that is. Everybody I told that to was like, no, and I'm like, ah, this kid needs playing time. Okay, sell it. Sell it, because I'm not totally bought on... Okay, all that playing time either yet. I'll, I'll sell it this way. Um, what was that boy's name? Brown from last year. Lorenzo Brown got playing time. Mm-hmm. On a better team than, than this. Okay. I think Chris Boucher has more potential than Lorenzo Brown. I think so too. Baby got playing time. I think... I don't think there's a player out of that G League system that has come up so far. Maybe on, on IQ level. But potential-wise... I think that's what you've been asking for. I think that's what you were looking for in Bebe. Um, not Bebe. What's his name? Caboclo? Oh, I think that's what you were looking for. Who you were hoping he would turn into something like that. Mm-hmm. He's long. He can shoot it. Defensively, I can see where he can have a, he can have a stint. Yeah, he's going to have to fight OG for minutes. But coming off that bench, I like that. And I think he's like... I, I watch his game and it looks a lot like Kevin Durant. Let him play. Let's find out what he can do. Let's see what he can do. He's come in in garbage time and hit a gang of shots a bunch of times. Give him some meaningful minutes in the beginning of the game. Let me see what he can do. What does it hurt this season? I think we need to see it yeah. at some point. Yeah, We need what? to see it. I mean, if this is a guy that you've invested in on your roster, um, not even just at, at, the, at the big level, but at the G League level where he was an MVP. Dominant. Dominating. Dominant. He might have even been defensive player of the year down there. Do- yes, dominant. So, <laughs> I think we need to see what he can do at this level. I think the only knock on him right now is his size. So, Kevin Durant plays 3-4. Mm-hmm. You can put Kevin Durant at the 2 if you want to. His handles yeah. are off the charts. 
I don't know if Chris Boucher has that level of skill to his game where he can go play on the wing like that. And it's going to be very tough for him to defend the bigger bigs yes. coming off the bench. I'm not asking for you to put Chris Boucher in against LeBron. But I'll take a Chris... I would like to see what a Chris Boucher will do against a Brandon Ingram. I'll put him out there. Because I'm not asking you to give me 22, 10, and 10. I'm asking you to go out there, rebound, play some honest defense. And if you're open, hit a damn shot. And I think he's more than capable of that. And I think if you give him that chance... You might get to see a little more. Okay. Right? I think free, that's fair. Free like, Boucher. If you, uh, yeah, yeah. And you definitely. got a little bit of a mean streak to him, too, which I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know it seems like a lot of those, not a lot of those guys, but some of those guys that come through that G League system, they yeah. just have this sort of like. I don't give a damn. Attitude. attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know man. what I mean? My time right now. And I'm like, all right, like, let that kid play. And not for nothing, I feel like he's put on some size this year, which I commend him for. Because that was my knock on him. Mm. Everything else, the handle is not... Everybody doesn't have to have a handle. To me, he's got more tools than Andrea Bariani ever did. <laughs> that's another name, too, as a Raptors fan. If you don't know Andrea Bariani, I, I, I don't know. Not Primo, that that's a person you need to know, but... Primo Pasta, yeah, you need to know. Yeah, you, do you need, need to know him if you're, if you're demanding that I respect the fact that you think the Raptors are going to repeat. Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> you need to know. <laughs> like, the dark era in Toronto. Yeah, like, I, I first need, draft pick overall. Yeah. yeah. If you want me to like really respect what you're saying, you need to know that. Yeah. Okay. So you know. Well, yeah. Like free Boucher. Okay. okay. I, th- I think I'm on board. Like if and I give Nick Nurse a lot of credit. And I was one of those people last year that I'm like, eh, I don't know about Nick Nurse. I need to see it. He showed it. <laughs> with, the, with the quickness, a lot of people he will not give. It. It's hard. It's like. It's hard to really gauge that for a lot of people because a lot of people, you know, you're coming in, you're maybe not, you've not watched that many coaches. You've not, you're just watching basketball, you know, but, and Kawhi's there now, so coaching kind of takes a backseat to the amazing things that Kawhi does. And Kawhi has an effect on the players on the court immediately, so you don't really consider what Nick Nurse is doing to make adjustments. But there were some genius adjustments. Even the way that he managed Kawhi during the playoffs. Kawhi didn't really have to play defense on Mandem until the fourth quarter. We just used Danny Green up for that. And Pascal. It's knowing your personnel. And Fred. Mm -hmm. I remember Fred guarding big, big guys. The only series that Fred had a problem with was Philly. Oh, for sure. For sure. Everybody else, that was Fred was a problem after that. And he might be a problem this year against Philly even. That team's much even bigger this year. They're big, but I don't know. Something about them, like... They need to figure things out, too. Like, it's game, game one, I think we all want to jump off the ledge and make all these predictions about things after one No, game. but, like, Ben Simmons is not shooting the three. Nah, he's not doing that. <laughs> he's not I'm expecting to do that. Like, I'm expecting... Maybe he's going to hit some more foul shots. Well, that's but, a must. Right? Yes. But, like... I need you to shoot in the playoffs. Once you're the three or the foul shot. I need you. To, you're gonna need to shoot in the playoffs. We've seen that. A guy was telling me that Giannis Antetokounmpo was better than Kawhi Leonard, and I had to tell him why. That's not true. No, it's not true. And simply because Giannis can't shoot the ball the way Kawhi does. Not even just that. They went head to head, and Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi knocked him down. Yo. Yeah, he shut that down. Word, yo. Put the clamps on the boy. Word, he really did. Right, so like. You know, in the playoffs, once you're a contender, 
That's when that matters. If you're not a contender, it doesn't matter if you're not going to shoot the ball or not. But once you're a contender, you've been game planned for it. And if you're not going to shoot the ball, I don't see how that translates to a championship. Sorry. Once well, you see the Clippers... It depends what your role is, right? Like, if you look back to the Bulls, for example, Dennis Rodman wasn't shooting mid-range jumpers. So it was like, do you, like, what is your role and how well do you do it? It's a different game now, though. It is a different game. Right? Like, even LeBron is shooting the ball. Well, yeah, he has to. Exactly. He, ha- he has no choice. <laughs> exactly. Because he's on a contender. But he's also been the best player on his team for a very long time. That's fine. But regardless, if LeBron was not shooting, if LeBron was the same LeBron that he was when he came into this league, he would not be the best player on a contender. You got to be able to shoot the ball. I agree. You have to. Giannis is shooting the ball. Why is Giannis shooting the ball if Giannis is so dominant? Because in the playoffs, Giannis not shooting the ball fucking matters. Exactly. I totally agree. Okay? You cannot be this guy and just be prototypical and not shoot the ball. Absolutely. But, I mean, if the coaching is able to figure out how to mask that and maximize his skill set in other areas then it's possible because they have a really talented squad already. Yeah, if I'm able so, to figure out quantum physics, we can probably travel back in time. Come on, man. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> if you got to guard everybody one-on-one, you cannot double certain guys because then you're leaving a guy open, whatever. Yeah. Even if you leave Ben Simmons open, you can't give Ben Simmons a running start in the lane towards the basket. Like... He's either going to find the open cutter or score or go to the line. Fam, listen. I'll tell you this much. I know it took us seven games to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Had we played them the way we played Milwaukee, it would have been the same outcome. Like, they would have... We would have won four straight. The only reason... That Philly was a problem. I'll tell you why Philly was a problem and why they got those two games was because of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a big part of that Jimmy team Butler. Actually. He was the what does he do? He plays defense, which nullifies Fred because you can run him at guard, and you can run Ben Simmons off the ball, or you can run Jimmy Butler off the ball because he can score. Right? I think Jimmy Butler can shoot the ball. It gives you an option out there besides Tobias and, you know, Joel Embiid spaces the floor. Right? Now you have... I watched the 76ers play. I mean, and yes, they have a chance to get better and whichever, but it is the same run it back from last year. Ben Simmons was doing that in the regular season last year too. So you want to know what that team might need? It it, it might need that Toronto shakeup where you need a new coach. Yeah, there's That's a couple people like that. Possibly right what it might need. Yeah, right? I, watched, I watched Houston give up a 20-point lead last night. They God, needed, I watched they needed that too. Coach too. And, Jeez. And on that note too, like, I've seen Giannis hit some mid-range jumpers where he didn't even like hesitate. Yeah, why? Went right into that. You want to know why? Because last year in the playoffs, what the fuck happened? Yeah, for sure. For you sure. need to be able to shoot the ball. For sure. You're going to have the ball in your hands. You have to be able to shoot. You're facilitating the offense. You have to be able to shoot. Because all they're going to do is sag it on you, yeah. cog up the lane, and then make sure that they rotate to shooters. Yeah. It's not hard to keep somebody in front of you. 
And if you're going to score 50 at the basket, and I'm going to go back, you're trading twos for threes. It's Golden State versus everybody. Yeah. Right? What are they going to do when they run into the Clippers? Who, Philly? Yeah. What are you going to do when they're going to the Clippers? Philly, you got to worry about getting out the East first. Yeah. I mean, that's not just a given. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. You know? Your Philly's goal is not the finals. It's championship or bust. Let's get For that sure. straight. For sure. Right? For sure. And it doesn't matter if you run into the Clippers or the Lakers, which right now are my two picks to come out. Even if you run into, like, Denver or the Blazers. Gotta be the Clippers or Lakers. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm just giving the people something to talk Word. about. I mean, and that's that's what's gonna be all season because everyone wants to talk about how deep the West is and how there's six to eight legitimate contenders, but let's keep it a buck, man. There's two contenders in the West. I I'm waiting to see how Denver turns out. I know they're young. There's a couple teams that interest me, and like of course these are dark horses, and I agree with you. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there's two big guns in the mm-hmm. West, Clippers and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Utah, right? I want to watch them play a little more. I think Dennis Smith has got to be, or um, Donovan Mitchell's. I don't know if that's the guy. I don't know if like they they could use a, a real wing over there. Yeah, he's a little undersized. Utah. Yeah, like uh, to to be your best player. Yeah, you know. Um, but they do play like a team, and they're well coached. Mm-hmm. Denver again, well coached, and they do play like a team, and they defend. Portland. Not mad at, you know what I mean. Um, Dame, oh boy, that boy went on a tear on the first night. But um, my real dark horse, <laughs> give it to us. My real dark horse is Dallas. Dallas, I yo, get, come on, man, pod's over. Listen, I'm not saying they're gonna come over. out. I'm not saying that they're gonna real dark horse. My real dark horse is Dallas, and I'm not saying that they're gonna come out the West. But I don't think that's a team that if you're Houston, Utah. <clears throat> who else? Um, who else might make the fucking playoffs in the West? The Lakers, even. I don't think you really want to play Dallas. I don't think so. That is a lot to deal with. I, if they can keep Porzingis healthy, I think that's the main thing for them. Like, I just don't believe that Porzingis can stay healthy for a season, and I'm not. I'm cool with that, but I mean, he's also in Dallas now instead of New York. They get the best doctors in New York. I mean, not for the Knicks, but Yo, the Knicks, in New York. The Knicks. I don't even know. You listen. The, the I don't believe in, in anything the Knicks do. After their little, their, uh, their presser on media day. Uh, in a basement. What the fuck? Word, that's how they did it. It was in a basement, die. I don't know. I don't know what Dolan's doing. Is RJ Barrett going to make some noise this year? I watched I watched some of the New York game, and I can see RJ calling for the ball and nobody getting it to him, and it's gonna be he's gonna have to Kobe that one. I think I think he's gonna have to be like, "Fuck you guys, Dennis Smith, you had your chance. DeAndre, you're not a fucking pivotal player. Kevin, you're my guy, but you gotta get behind me so we can go." I think that's how RJ's gotta take it. He's I don't think you. I don't think now is the time to play coy. It doesn't matter what anybody like. The way you go in there is. I don't care what anybody in New York thinks. This is my show. You don't have to like me. Spike, sit in your seat. You can either clap or boo, but it doesn't matter. I'm here now. I'm the number one pick. 
That's it. Number two pick, whatever. Okay. That's it. I, that's how it's got to go. And I don't see that happening right now. I see them trying to run a lot of offense and look cute. And I see, what's his name trying to get off? Julius Randle, who I respect. He's a great, he's a nice young player, but you're not winning the championship. You're not going to be the star on this team. It's going to be RJ. And that's how you guys need to play. I also think that needs to happen in Boston with Jason Tatum. Give the guys the keys. Stop playing around, man. Either give it to Kemba or Jason. Stop this whole, I'm trying to work Hayward in thing. Yeah, you know, I seen him yesterday. I'm like, you just feel like you just like don't fit in here. And it was like that last year, but you kind of get in the black because he had the horrific just, injury and all that. And he's trying to work himself Utah, back. Man. Yeah, I mean, should have, could have, would have. Kyrie made him come over like, there and then just dip. You know, I mean, shoot. The guy also went over there because his college coach was coaching there. Well. And that team was making a lot of noise with that young coach. Boston you know? got greedy. Yeah, they had too many draft picks and then they had money in the bank. Like, yo, this didn't manage their situation. No, they, got, they got greedy and they tried to have everything. Yeah, you can't. They, have you, it didn't, all. you never needed to get Kyrie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with that being said, Isaiah Thomas was hurt. Yeah, but so you still didn't need Kyrie. You had Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier. Did they know that they had like those two players that were yes. going to be that? Yes, because they went to the finals that year, and those guys were great. And even if you had taken a step back, you got Jason Tatum coming next year. You have all these picks. You don't. Why are you going for a point guard? As if anybody in the last history of whatever has won a a championship for the point guard. You know what I mean? Yes, Steph Curry is a champion with Clay and Draymond and Kevin. That's a whole different system. Exactly. There. Like, even before Kevin. Like, you have two of the best shooters of all time on the team. And they're <laughs> jacking up shots. Like, exactly. Like, which looked horrible last night when they tried to do it against the Clippers. All of a sudden, it's not great basketball. Game. I saw it. Yeah, the Clippers yeah. dominated them. Okay. Dominated them. And I get it. They, no Clay. Yeah, no clay or whichever. No but KD. Yeah, listen, the Clippers are not playing. Everybody on that team feels like an L.A. Clipper. Like, represents what an L.A. Clipper. You hear the disrespect that they're getting in open their own night. stadium? Yeah, open at night. Imagine that. Play. Imagine having two superstars. Two, like, two MVP caliber superstars. Like... If they haven't been candidates at least twice in their career, if they haven't been an MVP yet, right? Capable of being finals MVP, both of them. They got two closers. They got a six-man of the year, like a refuted six-man of the year. Their bench is tearing it up, and you guys are getting booed in your own fucking stadium. But the NBA set it up that way. If they would have played any other team other than the Lakers at Staples... They would have gotten the ovation that they thought that they deserved. Sure. You can't whatever. do that. Staples on opening night. That's a Laker country. Sure. But that doesn't matter, bro. Like, those guys embody that. They enjoyed that moment. No, yeah. They feel it. They, they enjoyed it that they moment. They shut down LA at the end of the year. That's why. Right? And these guys are not out there. It's not what you've been seeing in basketball for the last six, seven years where you're top heavy. And you just go and shoot a bunch of threes and make a bunch of great plays because you're bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody. These guys defend. Yeah. These guys 
get into you. Absolutely. Patrick so, Beverly, Kawhi All up Leonard, in you. Paul George. All up in defenders, you. Mantras all, all up in you. Mm-hmm. And they're not screaming at you when they make a big play. They're screaming at you when they take the ball from you. Mm-hmm. Like, look over, like they're, they're sudden you out there. That's two teams, you know, prideful franchises. And they work them over. So... I hear that. All I'm saying, the only point I'm making is that that wouldn't have happened if they were playing some other team. No, but it, my, the point I'm making is that it happened. It happened. <laughs> the facts. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't see that, whichever. Anyways, I'm interested to see the Raptors play them because Raptors kind of got that gritty defense too. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a chip on the shoulder for our team much oh, yeah, more no than respect. it will be for, you know what I mean? No respect. They, so... You know, these are two teams that have been like I, I. They have easily been the laughing stock of the East and West. You know, oh yeah, for a good portion of uh, this you know, era, nineties, two thousands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were calling us baby dinos last. They were calling us baby dinos at the beginning of the playoffs yeah, I last mean, year. No respect, but I mean, yo, when you get swept out from LeBron like that after winning fifty eight games, yo, okay, games, I hear you. Like, but uh, listen to this, right? Let me tell you how it's different. Nobody respect out here, fam. Nobody's saying. That Philly has a chance because Kawhi's gone. Everybody's saying Philly has a chance because they got better. On paper, you, they could right? make that. Last argument. year, they last year they all said that we had a chance because LeBron was gone. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this much: if LeBron was still in Cleveland last year, I still don't think they were getting through Toronto. I don't think so either. Yeah, I do agree. Sorry, with that. buddy. I mean, so, unless they would have went and got somebody else, KD or somebody. Regardless, possible. the narrative is botched. Yeah, These yeah. are the two most disrespected franchises, probably. And then people add Phoenix and maybe but Washington. Clippers didn't like do nothing to like. No, they're just, they're just they're just not the team that was. They're just not the other team in the building. That's all. They haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. But the, these mans are disrespected, though. <laughs> like, superstars are disrespected. Like, Snoop mm-hmm. is out there just. Ice Cube just out there disrespected these guys. These guys are diehard Lakers fans. Imagine there was a second team in like, you know, Toronto yeah, or whatever that came in. I, I don't expect Drizzy to go out and be like, yo, fuck these guys. Like, we just want to see who plays when they come here. <laughs> like, oh, to see who oh, come God. to play. You got to you gotta, you, you gotta take into account the history that, that, that the Lakers have. I how dominant am, they've been but like that NBA history has not been... Time. That history, like, get off it, man. But no, as a kid, if that was your team, that's a team that you watch, and they won all the time, and the Clippers are trash, Guy. then that's the mentality you're going to have. Guy, New York is trash. Boston wasted all their picks. Who else was good? Who else is historically good? Who else? The Lakers have been trash for years now. But they've been better a lot longer than they've been trash, fam, is what I'm trying to tell you. Fam, I'm not saying that they haven't, but... For a good part of 10 years right now, they have been trash. And how many titles did the Clippers win in that time? I'm not saying that the Clippers did it. How many conference finals did I'm, the Clippers go through in that yeah, time? I'm not saying. All I'm Rapid saying is like, more conference finals I don't see Drake getting up. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see that happening. The man said, like, we just use them to see who's coming to play. That's the only reason you go to see the Clippers. It's not as if, like, I get that you're a diehard Laker fan. Right? Not me, eh? Just, uh, no, just, just in knows. general. Yeah, like, <laughs> I get that man's are like, you know, whatever. These guys are diehard Lakers fans, but it's like, it's Kawhi and Paul George. 
Yeah, those are two marquee guys that play two-way. And the man who's supposed to be on your team holding you down right now, that's who you should really be talking about and disrespecting. That's where you should be mad. Don't be mad at the Clippers. Don't be poor them niggas. Boo this guy. That two points between you and the big marquee superstar that you paid to come over, it's not like you guys giving up size and pounds. That's who you should be mad at. That's the educated fan. Well, you sometimes as a fan, you just do fan shit. You know, uh, you know what I'm saying? You uh, do uh, fan shit sometimes. Uh, like, I'm not mad at the Lakers. Like You're not mad at the Lakers fans. I'm not fans. mad at the Lakers fans. Okay. Sorry. You know, I'm not mad at them. Like they are used to winning for a very long time and their franchise is doing making all these moves that are just not winning moves. Like why wouldn't they sign Ty Lu? Get the man his fucking bread. Like What's the problem? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, be mad at the whole booty clippers, though. Yeah, but like you salty because this, the, the organization made you salty, so you're taking it out on others. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, you know, you should never, like, you know, let this be a lesson to people. Just in general, you. Right, <laughs> <laughs> lessons with like, You shouldn't be taking on your second. anger. Don't misdirect your anger. Like, you know, talk about your feelings, do which issues right then and there, and then this won't happen. There you go. Now you guys are mad. Life lessons with Kunai number one, yo. Don't misdirect your anger. There you go, fans. <laughs> Don't. There you go, fans yeah. and kids. Try to help you out, man. Try to save you guys some heartache. Oh, you know what I mean? Word. Anyways. <laughs> so we play Boston tonight. Yeah, we do. What's your take on that? That's a win? Well, number one is at Boston. Okay. So, I think Boston played their opening game at Philly. So, it'll be the first night uh, Kemba will be playing in front of the Boston fans. <laughs> I need to give... Sorry, son, I gotta take a call. So, yeah, man. I mean, you know, Lonzo's got a better shot. America loves him. So do you, I guess. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Ben Simmons is shooting threes. In preseason. Did you care that uh, LeVar Ball was at the game? No. That doesn't matter. I don't know why that's still a thing. That's American media. There it is. That sums it up. That does sum it up. That sums it up. There's all this basketball being played, but yet anybody wants to talk about is... LeVar. Like, why... Sid... I love Sid. And Tim. Mm -hmm. Why are you talking to this man? And, like, I'm watching the interview and you guys look bored as fuck. Right. Is that an interview with LeVar Ball? Yes. I didn't see that one. You didn't see that one? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Was well, it yesterday or the day before? Whatever. It was uh, before the game. Mm. Before, the, before the ring ceremony. Ah, oh, just the right. Because they were out in, in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Foolishness. <laughs> like, Anyways, you're right. This is definitely just a footnote. You know what I mean? Like, man's dropped 68. Two non-lottery picks dropped 68 on your team. And we're going to talk about your dad. Yeah. And your son not playing in the fourth quarter. And how he doing the same thing Luke Walton did. Blah, 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 blah. So, career high for Fred. 34. Yeah. yeah. Which was an impressive... It was an impressive 34, too. Efficient 34. Yeah. I think maybe he may have missed five shots or something the whole game. Um, Came back after the ankle twist. After the little ankle roll there, too, on the cameraman's foot. And hit some big shots. Every year this becomes like a thing. Like, yeah. why the cameraman still there? Because it's the bottom line. That's that's the money. Those kinds of shots. And the camera's got to be closer than the than you know 
the front row. Yeah, well, the players keep getting injured. That's also the money, too, right? You don't need superstar players running into the camera. Yeah, well, maybe LeBron should speak on that. That might change. Didn't he? Yeah, Back in the time when he had that scar, yo? Yeah. He ran to the thing? I think he didn't say enough, man. Mm. You know? I think he could probably say more, but that's... A different story. <laughs> Yo, my mind is going somewhere else too. I'm like, I don't know if I should say what LeBron been talking about recently. <laughs> Somebody came to me the other day. They're like, you know, they're like, oh, so is there any more? Is there any more? You know, room on that LeBron hate wagon of yours for people that I'm like, oh, I'm, and I'm like, oh, now you want to hate? And he's like, yeah, you heard what he said about China. I'm like, now you want to be mad about LeBron talking? Now you ought to be mad. Whoa. Anyways. That's wild, man. You know. That's wild. It's L.A. That's mm-hmm. what people do in L.A. They get interviewed and they talk. Look at Kawhi. Kawhi's Kawhi, yo. Uh, he balling. Yeah, that's true. He fucking... I'm seeing Very stuff true. I have not even seen in when he was here. I mean, he's healthy this year. He you know is. They're like fully healthy this year. He is a fucking problem. I'll tell you that well, much. we know that. We know that. That's that. That's not new information. No, but like I, we watched him do that in the playoffs, and what he's doing right now looks way smoother and way more dominant. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing passes that he's making and so on and so forth. That is a problem over there. Yeah. Anyway, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I'm not mad at him. He went home. Is what it is. Do you think? Thank you. For your services. No more helicopters following him around. That was stupid. That was stupid. <laughs> you, know what, you know what? What I do all the time? Raptors fans don't know fuck all. What? They don't know anything. All of them? Most of them. Well, okay. Most of them. Because most of them Raptors just jumped fans. on the bandwagon this year. Like, on the bandwagon this year, unfortunately. I think I think that's, that's going to happen in a lot of cities, man. That's natural. And You're that's winning natural. a championship, yeah. you go deep in the playoffs, it is natural. Yeah. I'm not batting you up, but we really... There are some ignorant-ass Raptors fans. Yeah, right? you know. You know, I, <laughs> I stopped drinking for a little bit lately. So I've been in the bar lately, you know, drinking water with my good friends while they're all drunk. And I get some real opinions from Raptors fans. And it's some ignorant While shit. they're drunk, you get real opinions. You get real... That's when you are your truest form, <laughs> sir. You know? You get some real shit. But they, they are just like rabid dogs now. Rabid dogs now, like <laughs> the championship, championship frenzied. They think we're repeating no matter what. No, there's no no matter what. I don't care who your squad is. There's no repeating no matter what. I mean, we can talk about the Warriors. You can talk about the Lakers. You can talk about. Don't tell me that. Cleveland. Tell, tell them that. I'm talking. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, ignorant fans. They just don't know. They're they're bandwagoners, or maybe they're just getting more interested in the sport just based on the fact that you know there's just much more media coverage around it because they're doing well. So, like, sometimes you got to give those fans a little bit of a blight. Let's give them some time to learn the game a little more because I mean, how long you been watching ball? Yeah, like forever. So yeah, so you're talking about forever. Okay, okay. You Old know man what? forever. I'm not talking about the guy where you walk into the bar and he comes in with a Raptors hat, Raptors jersey, you know, you know, Raptors keychain. Me? Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking about that guy. We're not talking about that guy. Like that guy says that to me, and I'm like, okay, I get it. You're joking, whatever. Mm. I'm talking about regular ass people who couldn't name. If I said to them Mil Palacio, they wouldn't know who Mil Palacio was. God damn. 
And is that a good thing that people and, 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 no, 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 no it's not a fucking good thing, man. <laughs> Come on, man. It's an no unrealistic no, thing. Yo. Like it's not, you know. I'm just saying it's regular ass people. Like you know, I'm I'm talking to you and like you're telling me I'm like, hey man, you know, whatever. They're like they're gonna fucking repeat, like with blood in your eyes, with passion, like. If you don't, if they don't repeat, you're gonna be so disappointed, and I don't understand why. You know, we kind of need those fans, man. It makes it makes it interesting. It's like you go into the bar like this setting, and now you have this conversation with someone in your head. You're like, yo, this person doesn't know shit, but in their mind, it's like they're not even thinking with their mind. They're thinking with their heart. Like that's a lot of love for the team. Sure, and you gotta love that too. You know what I'm sure. saying? Sure, a lot of love and a lot of vodka, tequila, yeah, all, of, all of the above. <laughs> all of- Listen, all of the above. It's all good. It's like it's all fun and games so somebody gets hurt. Okay? <laughs> Why does someone get hurt? <laughs> right? That's what it is. It's all fun and games so somebody gets hurt, buddy. Why? You know what I mean? When you when they lose, you're gonna be hurt. Yeah. And then you're gonna be one of those fans who like you know you put your fist through the fucking TV screen or wow. something because they didn't make it out the first round. Wouldn't you be hurt if they didn't make it out the first round this, this year? year? Yeah. Yeah, but not like these. This guy's gonna be hurt. Not like this guy that I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> This guy's really... I'm telling you, it's... So, do you think this pace that, that Fred and Pascal are on is sustainable? Obviously not 34 points a game, but um, being the two top scorers on the team? Well, that brings me to another point. Uh, I think Nick Nurse is going to have to find a way to get deeper into that rotation. An eight-man mm-hmm. rotation is not this team right now. Mm-hmm. You know? I, that's great for Fred, but he tweaked an ankle on game one. Mm-hmm. He's, he hit the floor like four or five times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Fred's not a big guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? At, by the end of the season, that's a stinger on the elbow. That's, you know, a bruised shoulder. Mid-season. You know, or a hip, whatever, a hip flexor. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've seen it happen to Lowry because these guys are now they're overachieving. So it could be sustainable, but to detriment of the team. I'm going to give Nick Nurse a little bit, bit more credit here. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is just a case of these guys, these new guys that are coming in that weren't a part of the championship team. They need to look and see what it looks like to be a champion on the court. I agree. I, I think that's the plan. And one of the things that I really loved about game one, or the first game of the season, to me, the Raptors' attitude in that game was just like, we're not going to fucking lose this game. Yeah. It, the banner went up tonight. We got our rings. We're feeling nice. We're not playing our best, but we're not going to lose this game. Fred in particular. Fred in particular. He's Pascal in particular in the fourth quarter, too. In the fourth quarter, but Fred was like that all game. Yeah. So, Fred yeah. in particular. Okay. Right? I give you, I'm going to give you credit for 48 minutes. You know what I mean? Okay. Pascal, I think, worked through a couple inner demons, which is commendable. But Fred came out like, I don't really give a fuck <laughs> what any of you think. 34. For your bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? And... I'll give it to you. That was your boy from time. That's what I said, yo. Coolest you know light skin dude in Toronto, B. Doing it for the light skins. Come light on. skins, light skins, take after Fred. <laughs> Stop doing what you're doing and don't do light skin things. Do do Fred Van Fleet things. Word, word. Bet on yourself. Yeah. 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 Stop this. Stop trying to be dark skin. Just do Fred Van Fleet things. Rockford, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? Um, somebody was telling me, like, they didn't think Fred was cool because... Like, this is just cool, like, to hang out with or whatever at the bar. Hey, Raptors fans. Okay. 
Fred was not cool to hang out with because he called out the fans at the championship parade. He's like, you know, I heard a lot of you, whatever. So here's your championship. Enjoy it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not... I think that kind of embodies the true Raptor fan. Like, America didn't think we were going to get it. And a lot of you didn't think we were going to get it. And we fucking got it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And let's not... Don't lie. Don't sit there and lie. Like, when we lost game one... You were feeling like real confident, like we're going to the oh, fucking finals. I no. wasn't confident after game right? one. Don't Confident lie when we got to fucking. It was an emotional ride. Don't feel like we went to Philly, like we walked through them. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a cakewalk. You know. Hey. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> You'll be it's sorry. Okay. That's Come on in. pretty cool. We record a podcast at a house. I'm so sorry, guys. Don't be sorry. That's, uh, I you messaged know. a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, you, you get into the, the second round, you beat Philly up, and you're feeling good, and then you lose, and Joel Embiid's celebrating, and if anybody's out here saying, oh, I knew we were going to beat them, that's a lie. And you might have felt some confidence at some point, but, like, you know, you definitely had your moments. And the same thing with Milwaukee when we went down 2-0. Right? And then when Kevin Durant came back and them three three-pointers went up real quick, real quick, a Timbits Canada staple. <laughs> <laughs> right? When them, you know, three three-pointers went up from Kevin Durant in the first quarter, 11 points in like, you know, 10 minutes. You know, you were like, ah, oh, man. And then when he got injured, you were like, ah. Yeah. Oh, now we getting it. Then when Clay got injured, you were like, oh, it's all for sure. So, I don't, you know... Well, I think that's just people being called out on their shit and then yeah. just not owning it, you know what yeah, I mean? And I think like, Fred was really real about that. I, but, like, I don't think that's a reason to say that he's not a cool person or whatever. Because, I, I think he's cool he as fuck. Kept it being, like, yeah, keep him 100. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? So, like, nothing wrong with that. So we back to what we were before. No more bandwagon jumpers. No more Kawhi lovers. Mm-hmm. It's the same squad as it was right before Kawhi minus DeMar. Yeah. Pretty much. And this squad went what? How many games did they win without Kawhi last year? They had a good record. I think it was nineteen and seven or something. It a was solid. Bag of games. It was solid. It was a it was like a bag of games. Like they were well over five hundred without Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they won some tough games. They beat Golden State without Kawhi. Absolutely. But I think Golden State was also missing someone too. I think they might have been missing Steph or something. Or Kevin, maybe. Yeah, one of the two. But regardless. Whatever. They're missing like, them now forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Regardless, we, we've shown that we can change our style of play uh, under Nick Nurse. So, so you have to give him some credit with that. Mm. Um, but I do want to make a point, though, just in terms of, of the expectations between Fred and Siakam in that game one. Like, I think there's a difference when you go into the game and you don't have the pressure of this crazy contract hanging on you and the pressure of taking over for a guy like Kawhi. So maybe that's why throughout the game you might have seen a little bit of Pascal trying to figure things out now that the defense is more focused around him. Mm-hmm. That's not to take anything away from Fred because mm-hmm. Fred came in just like, exactly like you said, like, I don't give a F, like, I'm... Y'all, y'all said we couldn't do this or we're not going to do that. And, like, I'm going to show y'all what it is. Yeah. And, um... Wife, homie, not cursing no more. I don't give a F. We censor it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But, like, regardless, though, like, I, I think as the season progresses, these guys are going to, you know, fall into their role a little bit more. Yeah. Obviously, like, 
the question I asked was, is it sustainable? No. It's not sustainable uh, at that pace at 34 points. I don't want Fred having to give me 34. I would rather... I don't him, want him to give him that many minutes. He played 44 minutes. Yeah, like, I would rather him and Lowry kind of, like, split all of that. You know and what I mean? And get Terrence Davis in there. Yeah, and free Boucher. Oh. I don't know what everybody's thinking about that is. Everybody I told that to was like, no, and I'm like, ah, this kid needs playing time. Okay, sell it. Sell it, because I'm not totally bought on... Okay, all that playing time either yet. I'll, I'll sell it this way. Um, what was that boy's name? Brown from last year. Lorenzo Brown got playing time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On a better team than, than this. Okay. I think Chris Boucher has more potential than Lorenzo Brown. I think so too. Baby got playing time. I think... I don't think there's a player out of that G League system that has come up so far. Maybe on, on IQ level. But potential-wise... I think that's what you've been asking for. I think that's what you were looking for in Bebe. Um, not Bebe. What's his name? Caboclo. Oh, I think that's what you were looking for. Who you were hoping he would turn into something like that. Mm-hmm. He's long. He can shoot it. Defensively, I can see where he can have a he can have a stint. Yeah, he's gonna have to fight OG for minutes. But coming off that bench, I like that. And I think he's like I. I watch his game and it looks a lot like Kevin Durant. Let him play. Let's find out what he can do. Let's see what he can do. He's come in in garbage time and hit a gang of shots a bunch of times. Give him some meaningful minutes in the beginning of the game. Let me see what he can do. What does it hurt this season? I think we need to see it yeah. at some point. Yeah, We need what? to see it. I mean, if this is a guy that you've invested in on your roster, um, not even just at, at, the, at the big level, but at the G League level where he was an MVP. Dominant. Dominating. Dominant. He might have even been defensive player of the year down there. Do- yes, dominant. So, <laughs> I think we need to see what he can do at this level. I think the only knock on him right now is his size. So, Kevin Durant plays 3-4. Mm-hmm. You can put Kevin Durant at the 2 if you want to. His handles yeah. are off the charts. I don't know if Chris Boucher has that level of skill to his game where he can go play on the wing like that. And it's going to be very tough for him to defend the bigger bigs. Yes. Coming off the bench. I'm not asking for you to put Chris Boucher in against LeBron. But I'll take a Chris... I would like to see what a Chris Boucher will do against a Brandon Ingram. I'll put him out there. Because I'm not asking you to give me 22, 10, and 10. I'm asking you to go out there, rebound, play some honest defense. And if you're open, hit a damn shot. And I think he's more than capable of that. And I think if you give him that chance, you might get to see a little more. Okay. Right? I think free, that's fair. Free like, Boucher. If you, uh, yeah, yeah. And he definitely. got a little bit of a mean streak to him too, which I like. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know it seems like a lot of those, not a lot of those guys, but some of those guys that come through that G League system, they just have this sort of like... I don't give a damn. Attitude. attitude. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know man. what I mean? My time right now. And I'm like, all right, like, let that kid play. And not for nothing, I feel like he's put on some size this year, which I commend him for. Because that was my knock on him. Everything else, the handle is not... Everybody doesn't have to have a handle. To me, he's got more tools than Andrea Bariani ever did. <laughs> that's another name, too, as a Raptors fan. If you don't know Andrea Bariani, I, I, I don't know. Not Primo, that that's a person you need to know, but... Primo Pasta, yeah, you need to know. Yeah, you, do you need, need to know him if you're, if you're demanding that I respect the fact that you think the Raptors are going to repeat. Facts. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> you need to know. Like, the dark era. And yeah. Like, I, I need, first draft pick overall. Yeah. yeah. If you want me to like really respect what you're saying, you need to know that. Yeah. So, you know, 
Well, yeah, like Capri Boucher. Okay, okay. I, th- I think I'm on board. Like, if and I give Nick Nurse a lot of credit, and I was one of those people last year that I'm like, eh, I don't know about Nick Nurse. I need to see it. He showed it <laughs> with, the, with the quickness. A lot of people he will not give. It. It's hard. It's like. It's hard to really gauge that for a lot of people because a lot of people, you know, you're coming in, you're maybe not, you've not watched that many coaches. You've not, you're just watching basketball, you know, but, and Kawhi's there now, so coaching kind of takes a backseat to the amazing things that Kawhi does. And Kawhi has an effect on the players on the court immediately, so you don't really consider what Nick Nurse is doing to make adjustments. But there were some genius adjustments. Even the way that he managed Kawhi during the playoffs, Kawhi didn't really have to play defense on man them until the fourth quarter. We just used Danny Green up for that, and Pascal. It's knowing your personnel. And Fred. Mm-hmm. I remember Fred guarding big big guys. The only series that Fred had a problem is was Philly. Oh, for sure, for sure. Everybody else, that was Fred was a problem after that, and for he sure. might be a problem this year against Philly even. Well, that team's much even bigger this year. They're big, but I don't know. Something about them, like... They need to figure things out, too. Like, it's game, game one, I think we all want to jump off the ledge and make all these predictions about things after one No, game. but, like, Ben Simmons is not shooting the three. Nah, he's not doing that. <laughs> he's not I'm expecting to do that. Like, I'm expecting... Maybe he's going to hit some more foul shots. Well, that's but, a must. Right? Yes. But, like... I need you to shoot in the playoffs. Once you're the three or the foul shot. I need you. To, you're gonna need to shoot in the playoffs. We've seen that. A guy was telling me that Giannis Antetokounmpo was better than Kawhi Leonard, and I had to tell him why. That's not true. No, it's not true. And simply because Giannis can't shoot the ball the way Kawhi does. Not even just that. They went head to head, and Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi knocked him down. Yo. Yeah, he shut that down. Word, yo. Put the clamps on the boy. Word, he really did. Right, so like. You know, in the playoffs, once you're a contender, that's when that matters. If you're not a contender, it doesn't matter if you're not going to shoot the ball or not. But once you're a contender, you've been game planned for it. And if you're not going to shoot the ball, I don't see how that translates to a championship. Sorry. Once you see the Clippers... It depends what your role is, right? Like, if you look back to the Bulls, for example, Dennis Rodman wasn't shooting mid-range jumpers. So it was like... Do you, like, what is your role and how well do you do it? It's a different game now, though. It is a different game. Right? Like, even LeBron is shooting the ball. Well, yeah, he has to. Exactly. He, ha- he has no choice. Exactly. <laughs> because he's on a contender. But he's also been the best player on his team for a very long time. That's fine. But regardless, if LeBron was not shooting, if LeBron was the same LeBron that he was when he came to this league, he would not be the best player on a contender. You gotta be able to shoot the ball. I agree. You have to. Giannis is shooting the ball. Why is Giannis shooting the ball if Giannis is so dominant? Because in the playoffs, right? Giannis not shooting the ball fucking matters. Exactly. Right. I totally agree. Okay. You cannot be this guy and just be prototypical and not shoot the ball. Absolutely. But I mean, if the coaching is able to figure out how to mask that and maximize his. Uh, skill set in other areas than it's possible because they have a really talented squad already. Yeah, if I'm able so, to figure out quantum physics, we can probably travel back in time. Come on, man. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> if you got to guard everybody one-on-one, you cannot double 
certain guys because then you're leaving a guy open, whatever. Yeah. Even if you leave Ben Simmons open, you can't give Ben Simmons a running start in the lane towards the basket. Like, he's no, either going to find the like, open cutter or score or go to the line. Fam, listen, I'll tell you this much. <clears throat> I know it took us seven games to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Had we played them the way we played Milwaukee, it would have been the same outcome. Like, it, they would have, we would have won four straight. The only reason that Philly was a problem, I'll tell you why Philly was a problem and why they got those two games, was because of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a big part of that Jimmy team Butler, he was the... What does he do? He plays defense. Which nullifies Fred because you can run him at guard and you can run Ben Simmons off the ball or you can run Jimmy Butler off the ball because he can score. Right? I mean, Jimmy Butler can shoot the ball. It gives you an option out there beside to, Tobias and, you know, Joel Embiid spaces the floor. Right? Now you have... I watched the 76ers play. I mean, and yes, they have a chance to get better and whichever, but it is the same run it back from last year. Ben Simmons was doing that in the regular season last year, too. So you want to know what that team might need? It, it, it might need that Toronto shakeup where you need a new coach. Yeah, there's That's a couple people like that. Possibly right what it might need. Yeah, right? I, watched, I watched Houston give up a 20-point lead last night. They Aye, needed, I watched they needed that, a new too. Coach, too. Jeez. On that note, too, like... I've seen Giannis hit some mid-range jumpers where he didn't even, like, hesitate. Yeah. Why? Right into that. You want to know why? Because last year in the playoffs, what the fuck happened? Yeah, for sure. For you sure. need to be able to shoot the ball. For sure. You're going to have the ball in your hands. You have to be able to shoot. You're facilitating the offense. You have to be able to shoot. Because all they're going to do is sag it on you. Yeah. Cog up the lane. And then make sure that they rotate to shooters. Yeah. It's not hard to keep somebody in front of you. And right. if you're going to score 50 at the basket... Here. And I'm going to go back. You're trading twos for threes. It's Golden State versus everybody. Yeah. Right? What are they going to do when they run into the Clippers? Who, Philly? Yeah. What are you going to do when they run I into mean, the Clippers? Philly, you got to worry about getting out the East first. Yeah. I mean, that's not just a given. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. You know? You're, Philly's goal is not the finals. It's championship or bust. Let's get for that sure. straight. For sure. Right? For sure. And it doesn't matter if you run into the Clippers or the Lakers, which... Right now, are my two picks to come out? Even if you run into like Denver or the Blazers, it's gotta be the Clippers or Lakers. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm just giving the people something to talk. Word. about. I mean, and that's that's what's gonna be all season because everyone wants to talk about how deep the West is and how there's six to eight legitimate contenders. But let's keep it a buck, man. There's two contenders in the West. I I'm waiting to see how Denver turns out. I know they're young. There's a couple teams that interest me. And, like, of course, these are dark horses, and I agree with you. Mm -hmm. For the most part, there's two big guns in the mm -hmm. West, Clippers and the Lakers. Mm -hmm. I like... I like Utah, right? I want to watch them play a little more. I think Dennis Smith has got to be... Or um, Donovan Mitchell's... I don't know if that's the guy. I don't know if, like... They, they could use a, a real wing over there. Yeah, he's a little undersized. Utah. Yeah, like... Uh, to, to be your best player, yeah. you know... Um, but they do play like a team and they're well coached. Mm -hmm. Denver, again, well coached and they mm -hmm. do play like a team and they defend. Portland, 
I'm not mad at. You know what I mean? Um, Dame. Oh boy, that boy went on a tear on the first night. But um, my real dark horse. <laughs> Give it to us. My real dark horse is Dallas. Dallas, I yo, get, come on, man, pod's over. Listen, I'm not saying they're gonna come over. out. I'm not saying that they're gonna real dark horse. My real dark horse is Dallas, and I'm not saying that they're gonna come out the West. But I don't think that's a team that if you're Houston, Utah, <clears throat> who else? Um, who else might make the fucking playoffs in the West? The Lakers, even. I don't think you really want to play Dallas. I don't think so. That is a lot to deal with. I, if they can keep Porzingis healthy, I think that's the main thing for them. Like, I just don't believe that Porzingis can stay healthy for a season, and I'm not. I'm cool with that, but I mean, he's also in Dallas now instead of New York. They get the best doctors in New York. I mean, not for the Knicks, but yo, the Knicks, in New York, the Knicks. <laughs> I don't even don't. You listen, the, the I don't believe in, in anything the Knicks do <laughs> after their little their. Uh, the presser on media day, <laughs> uh, in a basement. What the? Word, that's how they did it. It was in a basement, die. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Dolan's doing. Is RJ Barrett gonna make some noise this year? I watched. I watched some of the New York game, and I can see RJ calling for the ball and nobody getting it to him, and it's gonna be. He's gonna have to Kobe that one. I think I think he's gonna have to be like, fuck you guys, Dennis Smith. You had your chance, DeAndre. You're not a fucking pivotal player, Kevin. You're my guy, but you gotta get behind me so we can go. I think that's how RJ's gotta take it. He's. I don't think you. I don't think now is the time to play coy. It doesn't matter what anybody like. The way you go in there is. I don't care what anybody in New York thinks. This is my show. You don't have to like me. Spike, sit in your seat. You can either clap or boo, but it doesn't matter. I'm here now. I'm the number one pick. That's it. Number two pick, whatever. Okay. That's it. I, that's how it's got to go, and I don't see that happening right now. I see them trying to run a lot of offense and look cute. And I see, what's his name, trying to get off? Julius Randle, who I respect. He's a great, he's a nice young player, but you're not winning the championship you're not going to be the star on this team. It's going to be RJ, and that's how you guys need to play. I also think that needs to happen in Boston with Jason Tatum. Give the guys the keys. Stop playing around, man. Either give it to Kemba or Jason. Stop this whole, I'm trying to work Hayward in thing. Yeah, you know, I seen him yesterday. I'm like, you just feel like you just like don't fit in here. And it was like that last year, but you kind of get in the black because he had the horrific just, injury and all that, and he's trying to work himself Utah, back. Man. Yeah, I mean, should have, could have, would have. Kyrie made him come over like, there and then just dip. You know, I mean, shoot, the guy also went over there because his college coach was coaching there. Well, and that team was making a lot of noise with that young coach. Boston you know? got greedy. Yeah, they had too many draft picks, and then they had money in the bank. Like, yo, this didn't manage their situation. No, they got they got greedy and they tried to have everything. Yeah, you can't. They, have you, it didn't, all. you never needed to get Kyrie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with that being said. Isaiah Thomas was hurt. Yeah, but so you still didn't need Kyrie. You had Marcus Smart and Terry Rozier. Did they know that they had like those two players that were yes. going to be that? Yes, because they went to the finals that year, and those guys were great. 
And even if you had taken a step back, you got Jason Tatum coming next year. You have all these picks. You don't, why are you going for a point guard? As if anybody in the last history of whatever has won a, a championship for the point guard. You know what I mean? Yes, Steph Curry is a champion with Clay and Draymond and Kevin. That's a whole different system. Exactly. Now, right? Like even before Kevin, like you had two of the best shooters of all time on the team, and they're <laughs> jacking up shots. Like, exactly. Like, which looked horrible last night when they tried to do it against the Clippers. All of a sudden, it's not great basketball. Game. I saw it. Yeah, the Clippers yeah. dominated them. Okay. Dominated them, and I get it. They, no clay. Yeah, no clay and whichever. No but, KD. Yeah, listen, the Clippers are not playing. Everybody on that team feels like an L.A. Clipper. Like, represents what an L.A. Clipper. You hear the disrespect that they're getting in open their own night. stadium? Yeah, open at night. Imagine that. Play. Imagine having two superstars. Two, like, two MVP caliber superstars. Like, if they haven't been candidates at least twice in their career, if they haven't been an MVP yet, Right? Capable of being finals MVP, both of them. They got two closers. They got a six-man of the year, like a refuted six-man of the year. Their bench is tearing it up. And you guys are getting booed in your own fucking stadium. But the NBA set it up that way. If they would have played any other team other than the Lakers at Staples, they would have gotten the ovation that they thought that they deserved. Sure. You can't do that at Staples on opening night. That's a Laker country. Sure. But that doesn't matter, bro. Like, those guys embody that. They enjoyed that moment. No, yeah, they feel it. They, they enjoyed feel it that they moment. They shut down L.A. at the end of the year. That's why. Right? And these guys are not out there. It's not what you've been seeing in basketball for the last six, seven years where you're top heavy and you just go and shoot a bunch of threes and make a bunch of great plays because you're bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody. These guys defend. Yeah. These guys get into you absolutely Patrick From Beverly Kawhi all up Leonard, in you Paul George all up in defenders, you Mantras all, all up in you mm-hmm. and they're not screaming at you when they make a big play they're screaming at you when they take the ball from you mm-hmm. like look over like they're they're sudden youths out there that's two teams you know prideful franchises and they work them over so I hear that. All I'm saying, the only point I'm making is that that wouldn't have happened if they were playing some other team. No, but it, my, the point I'm making is that it happened. It happened. <laughs> the facts. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't see that, whichever. Anyways, I'm interested to see the Raptors play them because Raptors kind of got that gritty defense too. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a chip on the shoulder for our team much oh, yeah, more no than respect. it will be for, you know what I mean? No respect. They, so... You know, these are two teams that have been like I, I, they have easily been the laughing stock of the East and West. You know, oh yeah, for a good portion of uh, this era, nineties, two thousands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were calling us baby dinos last. They were calling us baby dinos at the beginning of the playoffs yeah, I mean, last year. No respect, but I mean, yo, when you get swept out from LeBron like that after winning fifty eight games, yeah, okay, games, I hear you. Like, but uh, listen to this, right? Let me tell you how it's different. Nobody respect out here, fam. Nobody's saying. That Philly has a chance because Kawhi's gone. Everybody's saying Philly has a chance because they got better. On paper. 
they could right? make that last argument. year. They last year they all said that we had a chance because LeBron was gone. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this much: if LeBron was still in Cleveland last year, I still don't think they were getting through Toronto. I don't think so either. Yeah, I do agree. Sorry, with that. buddy. I so mean, unless they would have went and got somebody else, KD or somebody. Regardless, possible. the narrative is botched. Yeah, These yeah. are the two most disrespected franchises, probably. And then people add Phoenix and maybe but Washington. Clippers didn't like do nothing to like. No, they're just, they're just they're just not the team that was. They're just not the other team in the building. That's all. They haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. But the, these mans are disrespected though. <laughs> like superstars are disrespected. Like Snoop mm-hmm. is out there just. Ice Cube just out there disrespecting these guys. These guys are diehard Lakers fans. Imagine there was a second team in like, you know, Toronto yeah, or whatever that came that, in. I, I don't expect Drizzy to go out and be like, yo, fuck these guys. Like, we just want to see who plays when they come here. <laughs> like, oh, to see who oh, come God. to play. You got to you gotta, you, you gotta take into account the history that, that, that the Lakers have. I how dominant am, they've been but like that NBA history has not been... Time. That history, like, get off it, man. But no, as a kid, if that was your team, that's a team that you watch, and they won all the time, and the Clippers are trash, Guy. then that's the mentality you're going to have. Guy, New York is trash. Boston wasted all their picks. Who else was good? Who else is historically good? Who else? The Lakers have been trash for years now. But they've been better a lot longer than they've been trash, fam, is what I'm trying to tell you. Fam, I'm not saying that they haven't, but... For a good part of 10 years right now, they have been trash. And how many titles did the Clippers win in that time? I'm not saying that the Clippers did it. How many conference finals did I'm, the Clippers go through in that yeah, time? I'm not saying. All I'm Rapid saying is like, more conference finals I don't see Drake getting up. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see that happening. The man said, like, we just use them to see who's coming to play. That's the only reason you go to see the Clippers. It's not as if, like, I get that you're a diehard Laker fan. Right? Not me, eh? Just, no, just but just in knows. general. Yeah, like, <laughs> I get that man's are like, you know, whatever. These guys are diehard Lakers fans, but it's like, it's Kawhi and Paul George. Yeah, those are two marquee guys that play two-way. And the man who's supposed to be on your team holding you down right now, that's who you should really be talking about and disrespecting. That's where you should be mad. Don't be mad at the Clippers. Don't be poor them niggas. Boo this guy. That two points... Between you and the big Marquee superstar that you paid to come over, it's not like you guys giving up size and pounds. That's who you should be mad at. That's the educated fan. Well, you sometimes as a fan, you just do fan shit. Yeah, wow. You know what I'm saying? You I, do uh, fan shit sometimes. Uh, like, I'm not mad at the Lakers. Like You're not mad at the Lakers fans. I'm not fans. mad at the Lakers fans. Okay. Sorry. You know, I'm not mad at them. Like... They are used to winning for a very long time and their franchise is doing, making all these moves that are just not winning moves. Like, why wouldn't they sign Ty Lue? Get the man his fucking bread. Like, what's the problem? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, be mad at the whole booty clippers, though. Yeah, but like, you salty because this, the, the organization made you salty, so you're taking it out on others. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, you know, you should never, like, you know, let this be a lesson to people. Just in general, you... <laughs> we had lessons with yeah, like, You shouldn't be taking so on your second. anger. Don't misdirect your anger. Like, you know, talk about your feelings. Do which issues right then and there that this won't happen. There you go. Now you guys are bad. Life anyway. lessons with Kunai number one, yo. Don't misdirect your anger. There you go, fans. <laughs> Don't. There you go, fans yeah. and kids. Trying to help you out, man. Trying to save you guys some heartache. Oh, you know what I mean? Word. Anyways. <laughs>